Hello and welcome to the Unverified Podcast. I'm your host, Simi, aka Tamago2474, and I am joined by three wonderful co-hosts, Reese, aka Gamersertum. You sound different, Simba. <laughs> We've also got Israel, aka Izzy Rail. Hiya. Hello, hello. And of course, we could not do this without Isaac, aka the editor, aka Mechna Gamer. Simi, I don't think you understand. For the past, like, every single week which I've been editing, I've been removing every instance of my name being mentioned as the editor. And now you do this in a way I physically can't remove it. Like, wait, wait, wait. Why don't why? you want it to be known? No, I don't want to associate with this. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, un- understandable. E- 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 even the Tamago clout ain't, ain't enough for him. Let me, let me, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll redo it. We've got Isaac, aka the Freeloader, aka Mechna Gamer. What's up, man? <laughs> why? Oh, well, Simba, it looks like hey, people has gotten to you. Damn, your voice sounds heck different. You know what? Hay fever has been getting to me. It's you know, it, it's summer. It's hot. The pollen is out to attack. I was checking the freaking uh, weather reports. And for the past three days, it said the pollen count is very high. The highest level it can be. How are you guys doing with, with hay fever? I went out yesterday. Just, uh, you know, do a, do a bit of cycling. And I'm sure I, I at one point went through what could only be described as a carpet. <laughs> I was like, huh? There's no other way to go, huh? Uh, so far I've noticed that like hay fever seems to come. Like I've only gotten hay fever now because usually I get it through spring. Granted, spring was like pretty warm-ish, but you know I've been wearing masks. So so far it's been kind of more difficult for me to get hay fever. But you know I now have hay fever now. So wait, am I the only one here who doesn't have hay fever? I was about to ask. So do you, uh, you've been unaffected? Ah, oh, I feel so powerful. <laughs> I just remember being in secondary school and we had a, we had like exams, like end of year exams, and I did so terrible in my exams thanks to Hayden because I was just sneezing into tissues. I literally couldn't finish an exam because I was just sneezing into tissues. <laughs> I relate to that heavily. Actually, one time in my exam, before an English literature exam, I went to the exam officer and I said, I'm going to be sneezing a lot. So could you like maybe put me in a different room? I don't want to, because obviously the exam hall is loud mm-hmm. and it has acoustics. Yep. I don't want it to just be like, achoo, choo, just choo, choo, the whole way for the whole freaking exam. <laughs> no, I want to remind you, this, this happened to me during like, um, you know, this like during mocks, right? I was sat behind someone. I was sneezing a lot. You know, I had tissues. Bro, it was, bro, I was sneezing so bad. The person in front of me put his hand up to call the invigilator to tell on me about <laughs> me sneezing. Like, what am I meant to do I here? Get that. <laughs> oh, I mean, to be honest, right, like, I may not have hay fever, but there was one time in an exam, I think it might have been a lot quick, but it wasn't the real thing, but I was sick, I had a cold, and I sneezed, and well, you know how now that I sneeze bass anyway? Yeah, Adding the acoustics, adding <laughs> it echoed about. Mm. Uh, just for the viewers, this dude could uh, clear a whiteboard if he sneezes on it. It's so freaking <laughs> hard. <laughs> how are we feeling about the, uh, you know, aside from hay fever, how are we feeling about the heat overall? Right. I don't like rain too much because I, uh, I don't like having to, you know, wear a coat, uh, wear a coat sometimes. Oh, there's some coats, you know, it doesn't matter. But, but I hate the heat because the heat just prevents you from doing anything whenever you're sweating. The heat is even worse when you, when you just want to sleep. Because it just prevents yeah. you from sleeping. Because you're just going to be all yeah. gross and sweaty. You're just going to be tossing and turning. Not able to sleep. And maybe, you know, you want to open up your window and have the fan on at the same time. And then, uh, guess what? You've got flies too coming in your window. <laughs> Get ready from that. Ready for yeah. some, um, you know, some diseases. 
and must bite. <laughs> what? Get ready for some diseases. <laughs> Bacteria, sorry. You know what I mean. Yeah. Nah, during the summer, the flies really thrive. Like, this is their time. You know, have you ever seen a fly, like, sort of close up, how it, like, rubs its hands together in a mischievous yes. way? <laughs> yes. That's yes. how they feel during the summer. They're like, yeah, boy, it they're going to open time. their windows. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what's worse for me though with this, like, because in the last like two weeks or so, right, approach every single day they've said, oh, this is the hottest day of the year. And I've been sort of, you know, in my final main two weeks of like doing uni work. And I've been, I ended up being up all night, falling asleep, and never really planning to go to sleep. It just happening, which meant my PC was on for about a week or two straight. Of the hottest weather of the year, just adding to the heat. And it's like, I can either choose to have my window open all the way, or my door open, otherwise my cat's trying to come into my room and jump out my window. <laughs> and so I've just been living in this box of heat for two weeks, just dying. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think I'm gaming in th- this season at all. The, 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 there is no such thing as gaming on my laptop. Uh, every season's for gaming. It's always gaming season. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, right? What you were saying about the flies, how they enter your room. I just feel like you just need to man up a bit and just murder them all. Like, I've. Whilst I'm I, sleeping, I want to sleep. Dude, <laughs> murder them anyway. Murder them whenever you see them. Like, I am past the point of just accepting them at this point and have. I will murdered them in cold blood oh, they tr- do not oh, survive oh, here oh, right. oh, trust, oh trust me I tried to murder flies at this point it's getting to the point where I will just find a spider outside and just just, just get a group of spiders and just plant them on the side of the, of the wall where my window is so hopefully flies just don't get in Maybe you I might plant have spider spiders? Flies. like as in <laughs> physically pick them up and put them damn you are freaking <laughs> no that was a joke that was a joke that was a joke that was a that 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 was a joke, but it is looking like a strategy. <laughs> that it could be, it could be. Israel yeah. gets a pet spider just for something that eats all the flies in his house. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what? I go for one minute, and y'all planning to 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 give habitat to spiders? You know what? I'm sorry, what? What, Simi? Come again? So I, okay, all right, all right. So, like, when <laughs> I was younger, I wanted a pet. I really wanted a pet, right? But I could never have one. I couldn't have a dog with this or that. Um, so then I was like, okay, how about I have a pet spider? You know, I feel like a pet spider is cool. Huh? So I asked my mom, I was like, could, could you help me capture a spider? And she was like, <laughs> um, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so she got, she got, um, a Play-Doh pot, right? And she trapped like one of those really thin house spiders in the pot for me. And then she gave it to me. Like, Here's your spider. I caught it for you. And, um, I was like, oh, damn. And I looked at it and, Within like an hour, I threw it outside because it was so freaky. It was so freaky just (laughs) having a spider in a pot and you know it wants to leave. And I'm just like, oh my God, I feel like I I feel like a freaking prison owner, but also I don't even want the prisoner. Like this is just awful. <laughs> Simi, uh-huh. when you threw it out, did you at least like let it out? Yeah, over, yeah. Like, I, pot? Okay, I did a really. I, I like I I opened it, screamed. I tossed the whole <laughs> pot. I didn't even like empty it out of the pot. I just tossed the pot. Honestly, I don't know if the spider made it. Honestly, but <laughs> hey, it was free. <laughs> Nah, I just I just found out I can't trust you people today. That's crazy. 
Ah, oh, but you know, I actually do very heavily relate to the sort of hot box room. For some reason, my room is always the hottest in the house. Uh, I say for some reason. I know why it is. My room directly, game. yeah, it directly catches sunlight. How do you live? How do you like physically survive through any one of your streams with a window closed, your PC on, and then lights directly on you? You you find a way. When there's a will, there's a way. And apparently E3 felt the same because despite not having a physical location, they still managed to make it happen. Uh, I'm going to be real. I didn't even know it was E3 until it was happening. <laughs> but were well, you guys clued in on it? Uh, yeah, I had no idea it was happening. And then the entire I was like, oh my God, there's a Nintendo Direct. Finally, the Switch Pro. Trust me, guys, this week it's being announced. <laughs> and then I... Then discovered apparently other people were like, hey, sure, we'll show some games off too. Well, mm-hmm. some people show off games. Some people just sit there for an hour and, you know, twiddle their thumbs. <laughs> so wait, which um, which conferences were you guys most interested in, if any? I play Halo, so obviously Microsoft. So yeah, that, that was going to be the most obvious one for me. But I was interested to also see in the Microsoft conference with uh, Bethesda being there as well. I think I was interested to see if they had anything. But that was about it. Yeah, I rocked up in my cloud suit uh, being excited for Xbox Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what came of it? Any Skyrim 6 news? Skyrim I, 6. Silly, right? My man said Skyrim 6. Listen, right? <laughs> they, they really disrespected the Elder Scrolls. Right? Mm. They showed like the existence of Elder Scrolls online, sure. But they didn't necessarily like talk about like the new update that just came out or the new update that's planned to come out. They kind of like just like briefly mentioned it in a sentence. Then they went to their Fallout, you know, MMO, Fallout 76, and was like, oh, look at this new fancy update. Look at all this new stuff we're adding. Then they went, hey, Skyrim, notice the 10th anniversary this year. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue. Um, didn't even announce it for PS5, you know, crazy, insane. Can't believe it. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, very surprising crazy. for Bethesda. Oh, yeah, and then at the end of the conference, yeah. you know, you have, I think it was, My you know, Phil over there. Yeah. Just sort yeah. of, you know, listing a few things they're working on. And, then, you know, they were just like, you know, uh, you know, we're excited to be working on, you know, Halo, Elder Scrolls 6, you know, Forza, whatever. Just casually name dropped it. Never showed anything, ever. <laughs> yeah. It's been three years since they showed us that title. <laughs> Literally a PNG, dude. I bet it was even a yeah. JPEG. <laughs> uh, a JPEG. What was it? Uh, did you guys uh, see the Forza announcement trailer? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. What was up with it? All right. Um. Well, uh, nothing. Nothing was up with it, right? Uh, I'll just uh for the people in the the channel, Sibby more specifically, I'll send the picture. Uh, a tweet there. It just shows oh like, my a few God. pictures I saw of this it. Tweet. Right? I saw. The opening of Forza, it opens with a nice, like, a nice textured beach with some nice rocks. Then it goes into a field, pans over, you know, some nice grass, some nice open field. Then it looked at mountains, and I was like, yo, I think I recognize the mountains, you know. Is this, is this, this is also, I believe, the final thing at the conference, too. This is, like, the big end reveal. Oh, And I was like, alright, this is it, guys. What we've been waiting for, it's here. And then a car drove through. I was like, huh? <laughs> That's all that needed to happen. You're like, no. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't belong. Why, why is this here? Forza is actually just the new Elder Scrolls game confirmed. <laughs> oh my God, imagine that, you know. <laughs> Younger scrolls, modern scrolls, bro. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, it must actually suck as a games developer to be at something like E3 
and people are watching, hoping that your game is another game. <laughs> and then when it's revealed to be your yeah. game, you just hear people go, "Oh, they're just disappointed." Simi, sometimes, right? You show your game, and you're still not even the one who shows it properly. Like Ubisoft, right? You know right. Far Cry Six. Ubisoft's like only game that people are looking forward to being released. Yeah, yeah. They showed a tidy little like CGI, like basically just a cutscene from the game. But then at the the next day, for the um Xbox conference, Far Cry shows up again, but actually shows like almost some some gameplay and mm-hmm. the game and like a more interesting trailer. It's like Ubisoft, why are you not even announcing your games at your game conference? Right, yeah, that is odd. Like, I, I feel like that's even something similar to what happened a couple of years ago, where a lot more was revealed at an Xbox conference than at the actual game developers conference. Honestly, my favorite thing about Ubisoft was just um the fact that they really just had to rename uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and it's now Rainbow <laughs> Six Extraction because of the last year and a half of quarantine. They didn't like it. Yeah, we don't want people to get traumatized while they're <laughs> dealing with hostage situations in Rainbow Six. <laughs> yeah. Did they show off anything about Beyond Good and Evil 2? Because I remember really liking the CGI trailer they showed for it so. in like 2015. And I'm just is like, Ubisoft? yo, where's that or... game at? Yeah, it is Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, no, they didn't show anything at this E3. The only game Ubisoft uh, showed in any significance was uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Okay, yeah. And how about the um the Nintendo con the Nintendo con? Showed a new Mario Party and a bunch of other stuff no one should care about. For someone who's never played a game of Mario Party, I don't get why they would at least from least from what I base on the basis of what I understand of Mario Party, it's like just a fun family friendly party game that you throw <laughs> people no. over to your house. No, no. Okay, mi- okay, maybe it's not a fun, fun family friendly party game Sorry. where you want to kill each to other by the end of it. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, that sort of game, and so. I don't know. I, I don't see the point of making a part an, an, a second, a sequel to it. I don't get it. Uh, any reason as to why it would be a sequel? It's well because pretty much a Mario Party, to my knowledge, has been on every single platform. So like N sixty four, GameCube, Wii, whatever, all of them. Maybe not DS. Um, and so you have all the mini games that say you've grown up with, and now it's sort of a thing of they're taking the old mini games from like the GameCube and sixty four type Mario game, uh, Mario Party games. The current people haven't played them, and so sort of like yeah, the mini games are a big part of it. And also with new boards, it's not just like a oh just go here. Each board usually has its own like little like gimmick and style to it to change how each board slight uh, plays slightly. And so they could, I guess, just release an update for the existing one on the Switch. But uh, money people are saying it should have just been an update. To be honest, but yeah, like we said, money like they can sell it as a new game, so. They are. I was okay. expecting an update. Damn, even Nintendo's joined the club. <laughs> but yeah, like in the Nintendo Direct, it was more like there were a few things for like a few niche communities. So like there were there was some SMT five, which I know no one here cares about. There was uh, a new two D Metroid game, which again like looks cool, but I'm not sure how much people here care about either. Uh, what else was there? There was, I mean, they announced a new fighter for Smash Bros. Who I hear it's from Tekken, right? Like yeah. uh, Kazuya or something like that. Yeah, Kazuya. Kazuya. Mm. Okay. I I guess they also showed some lame Breath of the Wild trailer, but I don't know why people care for that. Oh game. yeah, they did. Ah, yeah. Breath of the Wild <laughs> too. Okay, cool. How did I genuinely forget about that? Because the first one was so bad. Reese is Reese is joking. Don't roast him. 
I am not joking. I'm being 100 percent serious, Simi. Wait, yes. you don't like yes. Breath of the Wild? No, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was trash, bro. No, I also didn't enjoy Breath of the Wild. I've actually, like the reason why I didn't enjoy it is because like when I play games, I enjoy being not great at a game because that just, in my opinion, opens up a lot more ways to play the game. Mm. Whereas, you know, if you're strong, it can just be like, I don't really need to worry about any of the concerts. I can just kind of hit it until it dies. Yeah. And, you know, be good there. And so Breath of the Wild, you start off really weak. You start off literally with nothing. All the items which you get early on break. They're like, you know, super brittle. You can barely, like, you need to consider each and every encounter. Yeah, there's a very, very, like, quick, like, just escalation of power to the point where I just kind of sneezed and things would die. I didn't take damage. Also, once you start playing a lot, the shrines become very repetitive. Like, I'm sure yeah. we'll probably go on a run about that in a moment. <laughs> and then it's just like... Yeah. I somewhat vaguely... I vaguely kind of enjoyed Breath of the Wild, especially, like, early game. Because oh. most of it was me being really stupid in the game. And, and also, that game made me felt like I was a genius sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, see, Israel, that's the part of the game which I enjoyed. Like, for example, like, there were times when I was like, oh, crap, all my weapons are broken. Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to try to fight all these enemies, like... Who are way higher level than me? We've just bombed the default bombs on me. <laughs> I just ca- yeah. tried to kite them all into the bombs. Oh my god! And things like that. No, and those were really interesting scenarios. We're trying to like blast them off mountains, basically. Mm-hmm. But then towards the end, it was just like I don't really need to worry about anything breaking. I was literally going around just. I was like, just because I can, I'm going to go around the entire map, hunting the strongest enemies in each and every region. And yeah, it wasn't really a challenge because yeah. See not, for me, it's not it even wasn't. a challenge thing. I don't, I don't necessarily care about a challenge. I'm not a gamer like you, Isaac. It was just <laughs> thing of like the entire like story of the game is kill these four bosses, then go kill Ganondorf, or kill G- Ganondorf immediately and kill the four bosses during his fight. That was the whole game, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. that's maybe one dungeon worth of like a real game to me. The rest of the game yeah. was just go walk around this map. Sure, it looks pretty, whatever, but it's just walk around and. The only way to like sort of build up your skills and whatnot is to do the shrines. There's what 109 shrines in the game. Total? No, 120. 120. 120. I did them all. And out of them, 120 shrines. There's maybe like five or ten variations, which just means every like single six. shrine is the exact mm. same. And then, yeah. don't get me started on Koroks. That's just a, another problem. <laughs> okay. I actively started av- dodging them because I was like, no, not again. Not because Simi basically Koroks basically they basically how you increase your inventory space like you like might do a task where like there's a circle of stones there's one missing you put a stone there oh there's a Korok he gives you a Korok seed to in- increase your inventory slots right. or oh here's like a pattern like complete the pattern there's a Korok seed basically however they were just so everyone could be anything like literally pick up this rock there's a Korok underneath it or stand here. <laughs> There's a Korok. That's another one. There was about 10 Korok puzzles and a thousand Koroks. So they were just giving you hella inventory space or what? Not necessarily. So at first it starts off with one to increase your inventory, then two, and then, you know, it increases like that. However, by the point you have like 10 inventory slots, you're kind of good for the rest of the game. Yeah. I was also a big fan of the older um, Zelda games. Like, most of the the top-down 2D ones. Where there was just like such a much like better focus on like a, a more puzzle solving aspect and the dungeons were more interesting and whatnot. And it was like a nice clear progression through the game. And yeah, Breath of the Wild just doesn't have that. It was just disappointing. Yeah. And then when everyone was like best game ever made, best Zelda game ever made, game of the year, game of the century, I was just like, how? 
how like how, how much are Nintendo paying you? <laughs> you know, this is really interesting to hear because you know, as someone who's never played Breath of the Wild, I've only heard great things about it about how it's one of the best Nintendo games ever made. So for you mm. guys to almost be unanimous in how you feel about the game, I was like, oh damn, okay. Is this like a common sentiment, or would you guys say you're quite outliers when it comes to how you're feeling about? <laughs> this game and even your excitement for the sequel i'd like to believe we're not outliers and it's just nintendo been you know doing the rounds with their checkbook and haven't got to us yet but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i i think everyone else loves the game for some unknown reason don't get me wrong the game looks pretty i wouldn't say stunning but it looks pretty the art style is nice and everything mm-hmm. and it does give you quite a bit of freedom but with that freedom it becomes like okay right like me like say you know you start off a game you start off really bad so you know you learn the things you learn how to do everything you learn interesting ways to play yeah another game now powers you up so you still have all of that knowledge but you've also got weapons which can like almost one hit everything okay yeah, oh, yeah. I, I like playing, God, <laughs> uh, playing games that are unstoppable god Diva, i'm the kind of person where like a, a, a bit of challenge is okay but not too much challenge because i guess the point where i'm like okay i will literally stop caring about wh- whether or not i complete it or not because by the time i complete it I'd be like, oh, okay, that was it, done. Because by the end of it, like the 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 the, happen- the, dope- the the happiness I'll get from completing it doesn't feel as worth as the effort I put into it. Basically, right? Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, the thing is, I feel like we're all like that. Just depends on the way we draw the line. For example, mm. for me, like I've decided to for some games which I was when I was young I couldn't complete. I've literally gone back in adulthood just to beat them, just to go, yeah. I did it whereas I know for some people like five minutes of playing a game which they can't do is just like yeah never again so it just depends on where we all draw the line but yeah, yeah for me Breath of Wild is is far 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 too low okay mm. you know when it comes to difficulty I can I can actually really understand that because I'm playing the new Ratchet and Clank game on the PS5 right now and <laughs> I'm playing it on stream and my stream audience encouraged me to play it on the hardest difficulty and bro it's so weird it's such a juxtaposition to have a game with all these cute graphics and then <laughs> the enemies are just non-stop hitting you like <laughs> the difficulty isn't even just that they have more health it's like there is in a game like Ratchet and Clank the way you survive is by dodging the bullets so if they're shooting on the left you dodge to the right if they're below you jump if they're shooting left right up and down <laughs> where do you go oh actually you die. Yeah, I've seen I think I've seen a clip of you playing the game and yeah, it just becomes a bullet hell at points. Yeah. Simi, yeah. <laughs> at that point, you just become ethereal. You phase through it. That's literally a mechanic in the game. <laughs> That's literally a mechanic in the game. You phase for like w- half a second. Then you've got your answer, Simi. Just phase through it. Yeah, I was going to say, you could use cover, but then cover's destructible in that game as yeah, well, right? Yeah, it's destructible. Cover like lasts for three seconds and then you have to move. Oh my goodness, but no, like I do like playing a game that's tough and then I feel like I can get good at it, you know? Um, I really like feeling like I've acquired skill. Yeah, honestly, personally to me, I think the only time where my uh, happiness will be worth the effort I put in, it's usually when it comes to like multiplayer games, because some multiplayer games, you know, you're fighting against another person. So at least, I, I guess maybe for me, I may be a sadist and I just want to dominate people because <laughs> hey, my, my form of happiness is just beating up, pe- being better than people, apparently. Hmm. Understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it is that sort of skill level of, oh, I am provably better than another person. Whereas when mm. you're playing against a computer, it is almost like, okay, I beat this. 
but someone else also beat it. Sure, they're on the easier difficulty, but who cares? We still got to see the same cutscene at the end. Yeah, yeah, but Sibi, if that same same game that has a leaderboard, ah, uh, hmm. yeah, that switches it up. Seeing yourself at number one on the leaderboard, you know, that's... can we like ban leaderboards for nah. at least every game? Which recent I share. <laughs> No, no. The amount of times I've wasted on FIFA just playing the um, small mini gamos, just so I can be on top of my friends list for that. Or <laughs> geometry wars. Israel, forget that. N plus plus, right? On Switch, <laughs> it had a leaderboard, and so me, one of our friends Josh and Reese, basically, were all playing that game, and we were sort on the first level for the longest time. Not because we didn't complete it, but because we re- all realized that oh, if you hit like a jump like a turn absolutely perfectly you could save like 0.1 seconds and we're trying to top each other's times oh man and it kept on like going on and then when we finally did that we're like you want to know what we're done with the first level it just happened again with the next level see and so I'm just like the problem with this is when we all got m plus plus and started on that this was literally just off of the back of me and josh on a game called spy chameleon um which is sort of a get from the start to the finish while avoiding like cameras and like security guard type things. It's just sort of like dodge everything and get to the end. And then it got to the point where by the time we had finished with that game of I beat his time, he beats my time, either me or Josh was number one on the leaderboard in the world on every single level in that entire game. And oh there was physically no God. way to increase <laughs> the time. Except for a few, because there was a, like a couple hackers who finished the entire level in zero seconds. But every <laughs> legitimate time in leaderboard, me and Josh were either first or second or like joint first on every wow. level in the game. And it was just like, I, I didn't went straight to M plus plus. It's like, I right, we just got to continue this, you know? <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's like the power of competition in gaming. Yeah. No, that, that's very cool. Um, I do. I I would say. I like to I've always I've always said that I like a balanced experience when it comes to playing a game. <laughs> However, you know, recently as we've been playing games more, I am appreciating more the harder difficulties because yeah. when you're playing on normal or even the easier difficulties, you can get away with something that Isaac described earlier, which is like, oh, just hit the enemies until they're dead, right? You don't actually yeah. have to learn the different parts of the game or utilize your items or the skills. It's basically, mm-hmm. it makes the game very um, linear. Um, and so when you actually have to employ everything in your arsenal, it makes for a much richer experience. So I going forward, I'm definitely going to be playing games on the harder modes. I just, mm-hmm. I'm not sure on the hardest modes because I don't <laughs> think Ratchet and Clank should be this hard, honestly. I get that. That's fair. To me, yeah, it really depends on the game. If the game has, like, very interesting gameplay, like, say, the Spider-Man games or, like, Cuphead, and it's just, like, an actually fun game to play, I may go for the hardest difficulty because, like, sure, give me the challenge for it. But if the gameplay is just absolutely terrible and I hate it, like Last of Us or something, I'm okay. just like, put this on like normal and get me through this. <clears throat> I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've been convinced. I'm lowering the difficulty next time I play Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Your stream is going to be angry. I'm, I'm a fool out for a Simi. Oh no, no, I was gonna do no, it no, without no. them ever knowing. No, 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 let him do it, and when they ask why, just go, uh, if you want to know why, check out the Unverified Podcast. <laughs> oh, there we go, we love that promotion, hell yeah. Ooh, of course. Hell yes. Yeah. Available day one on Game Pass. 
<laughs> oh, that was the entire Xbox. Yeah, no, that was the Xbox conference because there's no, there's not, they don't really have any exclusives. I think stuff was Starfield an exclusive, or was that Starfield day on the Game Pass? I can't Starfield remember. is Xbox exclusive. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, so and, that was actually yeah. not on PC. Right. Yeah, which is the new. And for, for those who don't know, Starfield is the new um, Bethesda um, IP that they're working on. Same with. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they actually got a new IP. Oh yeah, sorry. Fallout and the Elder Scrolls. There was an Elder Scrolls 6 announcement, wasn't there? Wait, 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 there was? What was it? <laughs> Reese, are you about to talk about my, like, image, Reese? I'm not yes. sure. That's not... <laughs> um, in Starfield, right, uh, they showed, like, the console of, like, your ship or whatever, and on the side of it, there was this tiny little scribble, and people have been, like, like identifying that scribble and matching it to, like, the map of Tamriel and be like, oh, Starfield just 100% confirmed that Elder Scrolls 6 is set here. So little happened at E3 that people actually just... Actually, no, people would do this even if there was, like, the biggest announcements at E3. So, like, listen, you really have to squint, turn your head, and, like, just force it to go, yeah, I can see that, because that doesn't match up. That really does not match up. Squint, Isaac, you don't have to squint. You need to close your eyes and dream it. <laughs> yeah, no, they are they're thirsty for that Elder Scrolls announcement. But hey, I guess uh, or just more info about it. But you know, you'll get it soon. So, how are we feeling about E3 overall then? Like, would you say it was a win? E3 E3's back or is E3 a dying trend at this uh, point? I don't think I don't I don't think E3 has really came back for me. I don't know. I've cared less about E3 and that's mostly because of a personal thing for me because obviously I don't really play much games to begin with. And to be honest, I really shouldn't have cared in the first place. Because even as even when I was young, I barely played many games to begin with either. Uh, yeah, for me, it's kind of seemed like I've just kind of fallen slightly out of gaming recently. So I went into this expecting nothing. I got nothing. It was just whelming for me. Like, not overwhelming, not underwhelming, just whelming. Whelming. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a gamer. I was expecting a lot. I got disappointed a lot. And honestly, <laughs> only two people should ever come back to E3. The rest of them, Ubisoft, you can stay away. You know, the 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 Squeenix can stay away. The only people that need to come back is, you know, your Microsoft Bethesda, because they show some good stuff, and Wholesome Direct. Everyone else, who needs them? Wait, no, I, I do want to hear about this Wholesome Direct thing. What what was that? Uh, so Wholesome Direct is pretty exactly as it sounds. It is like a, a team, a community that uh, collate a bunch of like indie games and stuff that are have like wholesome in nature. So think games like like Stardew Valley and things like that, like nice, just wholesome little indie games. And so they right. they showed like a bunch of things, like they showed you know Skatebird, a game, a skateboarding game where you're a bird. Uh, they oh. showed more of Paralyzed, which is like a Sims styled game, which looked like really cool. I forget like most of the things they showed, but yeah, it's like one hour, seventy five games. They just showed a Ooh. ton and ton and ton of games and just little indie games. Wait, so Paralyzed was at E3? That's mad, actually. Yeah, at Wholesome Direct. Damn, that's kind of cool because I mean that game should gain a lot of buzz then from, from E3, especially because it's trying to be like Sims. Because I know a lot of like Sims mm. YouTubers have been like talking about um, Paralyzed as being a competitor to Sims. Now I'm wondering, you know, like I M V U and Second Life, the Sims YouTubers should hop onto that. Oh, one. I remember. <laughs> I am for you for me is literally always that game I'd see in banner ads on websites. That's all that yeah. ever was yep. to me. That's yeah. all it ever was. I think you're the first person I've ever heard say I am for you. I thought just Imvu. Wait, people call it really? Imvu? Yeah, Imvu. Yeah, I always, 
I always called it IMVU because I, I thought it was supposed to be like INVU. Wait, Simi, did you ever like actually make an IMVU account though? <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure I visited the website and then saw it was like, oh, you have to download it. And, you know, the family computer is like, oh, I'm not going to be allowed to download this. All right, I then never mind. Once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, I did play it once upon a time. I think I played it for about a week. The only reason I knew about it was from one of my um, one of my one of my one of my very older cousins. Like, uh, uh, was playing it when she came came to our house. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, I'll play this. Right. So you didn't discover it from the countless ads all over the internet no, no, and YouTube. Did. No, oh, I, I okay. Did. <laughs> no, but I did see the ads. Oh. I did. I think I, I I didn't see the ads until like I think until like I want to say around the twenty. Ends, uh, at some point in the 2010s, I don't know. Actually, no, I might have seen the ads like this year. In fact, never mind. I might have seen the ads this year. I think I've seen. Wait, ads- is IMBU still a thing? Yes, I, I, I'm pretty sure. I feel like those things that's eternal, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got. I mean, responsible for the time club penguins were one of those things which was supposed to be eternal. Are yeah, penguins still going in some form or another? And Abo is still nah, going. It's not the same. Not the same. Not the same. But it is still alive. You know, it's a shame that um, with E3, Reese didn't get his Skyrim announcement. You know, so it's, it's a grand shame. But that doesn't mean Skyrim is out of the news cycle. Recently, there was a little bit of controversy on Twitter uh, revolving around the game and trigger warnings. So what happened is a content creator called Sapnap uh, intended to stream the game. So someone posted a trigger and content warning compilation or list um, so that anyone who wants to join the stream can know these things about the game going in. And I'll read what they wrote for the content warning. So it says, child abuse, alcoholism, violence towards animals, body horror, cannibalism, a clown-like character, nyctophobic slash claustrophobic gameplay, spiders and insects, torture, undead suicide. Basically, they're listing everything in Skyrim. Um, yeah. This child abuse in Skyrim? I think I think the only thing they they might be referring to is you know when um at Grell, with Grella the the kind where she's like shouting at the kids basically that's about it really and um not really that's abuse about but it. just sort of yelling like do your chores You're I don't like you <laughs> all the rest of that list though yeah hundred percent but like um <laughs> I just love it a clown like character though they're referring to they're referring, <laughs> they're referring to they're Cicero yeah yes yes they are. <laughs> Is Cicero like a clown? Is is does does he have a red nose? He he's a jester. Oh, okay. He's a, a yeah, Dark Brotherhood member jester. That's a bit psychotic. He's basically the Joker now that I think about it. <laughs> society. We live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we have this um content warning being posted. I wanted to ask. How do you guys feel about the idea of putting out these content warnings to let people know about like what's in a game, despite the fact that, you know, there are already sort of the ratings on the game that detail that as well? I mean, Simi, even without like ratings of the game, like talking about all that, like my question is, why did they do this, choose Skyrim to be the game that they do this for, apart from him, you know, the dude streaming it? Because like, Reese, how many years has Skyrim been out for? Ten. Ten, yep. Frankly, at this point, I feel like surely the average person or like most people who would even be watching it would at least have heard of Skyrim and heard of some of the things which are in it. So have a general gist of whether 
is going whether they're going to be sensitive to it or not. And so, like, even like discounting like all the age rating systems, even discounting like whose responsibility is to you know inform consumers whether it's appropriate for them to watch something or not. Like, Karim is ten years old. I really feel like people would have an idea at this point. I would agree with that for like most things. I mean, some things is like fair. Like some some like little trigger ones, like say suicide, makes sense to like be like, hey, by the way, this this yeah. is a potential thing that can come up. Whereas like it's not like say so that the potential things like alcoholism or violence towards animals, which could be considered some of the main parts of Skyrim. Whereas like some of the other things which may only uh, occur on like a quest here and there, and it isn't like a main part, it just may happen that some people may not know and may not be ready for that kind of stuff. Maybe, yeah. But the only yeah, the only reason I can think of why people um are using trigger warnings is mostly because I I'm assuming um Sap Map at least his fans seem to be like around like quite young children. Of course. Maybe have never played Skyrim before. Let's be honest. He probably has fans that are like 12 years old. And oh, he boy, he got probably a Skyrim has fans that were when born when Skyrim came out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so there's a, chances, there's a very high chance that these kids have never played Skyrim before. Or have never see, known about it. See, it's what you say that, but at the same time, if this was any other game, I would say fair, but Skyrim has come out almost every year at this point. It has come out consistently. So... For them to have not that that is that is that is fair, but I have no idea. That is that is honestly that is fair. But if you've seen the Minecraft uh, YouTube Twitter kind of audience people, I honestly I'm I I I'm generally not surprised they've never heard of Skyrim before. You know what's what's funny? If you're not if you if you're younger than Skyrim, you're not allowed to be on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, but no, that that's like um. It is interesting, and I can see it being helpful in the sense of, let's say, I'm not familiar with this Sapnap creator, but it seems they're involved in the Minecraft community, so they, I assume they mostly play Minecraft and games around mm-hmm. that vibe, so maybe stuff like Stardew Valley, maybe stuff yeah. like um, Terraria as well. So it can be quite a shift in tone to go yeah. from a game like that to mm-hmm. Skyrim. So in that like, sense, yeah. I understand it. Yeah, like, cause, like, like, imagine watching, like, you know, your innocent, like, an innocent Sims YouTuber, and then you come and you go watch their stream, and they're just playing like freaking Call of Duty, and they're just like, oh, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting this. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, I think the only problem I have with this is that some of the trigger warnings are interesting because some of the stuff is also in Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft still has violence, still has violence towards animals. Technically, yep. there is child abuse because you can technically hit hit the children. Yeah. <laughs> you can murder every single child in Minecraft. Child in that game. Yep. Yep. All of them. There's definitely spiders yep. and insects. And there's definitely spiders and ins- insects. You can also definitely try to torture things. There's also definitely the undead. There's zombies. Yeah, <laughs> and this is true. You can technically kill yourself in that game. I guess it's just a difference between arts, uh, art style and just, like, realism, I guess, because, like, you know, murdering a child in Minecraft definitely has very different vibe to murdering a child in a much more realistic-looking game. So that might be something to add, but... Yeah, I get that. I wonder how much it is just also just hunting for controversy though because like even like a very extremely like child take like ratchet and clank you could also throw a bunch of these at it you know Mm. it's just like any game if you're looking like desperately for like a long list of trigger warnings to make the game like sort of appear a lot worse than it is because like hey look at all of these potential bad things it is you can find an extensive list for any game in existence except maybe like snap (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it's, I feel like I feel like that. To be honest, Snap could be also like seen as violence. Like, you know, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It is quite interesting, and I agree with that. Like, it does make the game seem a lot worse than it is. Um, and you know, with something like this, I I do get the need for content warnings, but when it when That's it when it comes bad. to this, it's like, how do you? How do you actually even know how bad it is? Because something like, you know, alcoholism, the game isn't about alcohol. There's just a feature where there are, you can drink alcohol in the game, but that's not a feat. That's not like a big part of the big game, feature, or at least yeah. I, I mean, well, don't think so. You could so. claim it is because it is like set in like, you know, the Nord area and they're all like, ah, yes, bring me another bottle of mead. Okay, fair. Also, you're playing devil's advocate here, you could argue... Like technically, that it's normalizing the consumption and overconsumption of alcohol, which isn't a good thing, which we should be teaching kids. And that's why the game isn't rated for kids. Actually, funny, funny yeah. thing, funny, funny thing, Isaac, you mentioned that is technically the game does encourage in, encourage you to to drink alcohol in the game because obviously it gives you more stamina. True. <laughs> it, you more stamina. it actually does help you. Oh, it does. Yeah. So, like, you could argue that, like, to what extent that should actually be considered an argument? I'd debate myself. But you could definitely make arguments towards each of these things definitely being within the game and definitely being something which, oh yeah, should like should be warned against. But mm. I feel like with something like this, it's like, okay, you can let a person post it, fine. But um, as far as going out of your way to express being disgruntled with it, then I feel like you're giving in to bait. Because yeah. like, sort of yeah. how Reese described, you know, it's like, Maybe this is completely genuine, but maybe it is also a bit like a, a person looking to start something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just of the sheer list. I just looked. Skyrim is rated 17 plus. Mature. Right. For blood and gore, intense violence, sexual themes, use of alcohol, and fictional drugs. But Reese, again, to that though, how old were you when you played Skyrim? I mean, about 10 years. <laughs> about 12. <laughs> 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 Yeah, around, yeah. Yeah, so you'd be around the same age these kids would be seeing Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, it just definitely feels like bait, honestly, but yeah, like we said, it's the people buying into it are more of the issue at this point. Honest, oh yeah, oh god, a lot, of, yeah, a lot of Twitter now has just been, there's been so much bait on Twitter, it's really, it's been really hard. I can no longer look at a tweet anymore and just be angry because I'm like, is this bait? <laughs> or, <laughs> because Israel, it's like, I saw one of your replies on Twitter to someone going, "Oh yeah, if to everyone who's complaining about you know us not earning much, you should like question why you were born in why you were twelve in two thousand eleven or something like that, right?" Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. And oh like, my god! I don't get that tweet. At no, not no, all. not no, no, not twelve in two thousand. Was it was it twelve? No, I think the tweet was about being um eighteen in two thousand. That's it. Eighteen in two thousand eleven. Honestly, I like that tweet just because it, it lucky um slings at my older brother. So to me, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I think I think what I think what happened there was was um a lot of British Twitter was just laughing at like um people born around nineteen ninety three or nineteen ninety four over Why? I don't know. I can't, I can't. I can't remember what it was. The reason never matters. I. I. I think it's because they're too old. <laughs> they're in their twenties. Like what? <laughs> they're twenty. Yeah, they're about twenty-seven. Uh huh. I. Oh, you know. You know the thing. No, you know what made me laugh. You know what people refer to them as. People refer to them as BBM at uni Twitter. And that. that fucking oh for a my long. god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, freaking that's perfect. 
I was thrown for a loop. I was like, oh my oh, god, okay. you're. <laughs> we shouldn't be allowed to say things like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That is amazing. Well, I don't know, that's so much better than just calling someone like a boomer. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you, you're on BBM at uni, bro. <laughs> Man. You know what? On that note, I think it's about time we wrap this thing up. Has anyone got any closing statements for us? Silent Scroll 6 is 100% being announced next year, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, we can only, we can only hope, so we'll see. My closing statement is re- you said about last year. Just like, just curb your enthusiasm, curb curb your beliefs a bit, and just like, if you expect nothing and get something, you'll be happy. Whereas, you know, if you expect something and get nothing, you'll just be you'll just feel this again. Isaac, so if the, if the Nintendo fans, if the Nintendo fans can be getting a hundred percent hype of saying the Switch Pro is definitely coming out next week for the last year, I can at least <laughs> say once a year, you know. <laughs> Okay, I actually did see in the Nintendo Direct people going, "What no Switch Pro?" And I was like, "Dude, what really? <laughs> what, is, what is the Switch Pro even meant to be? Just the just a more powerful Switch, Switch which has been rumored for like years. Ah, ah but okay. like again, rumored by everyone but Nintendo. Nintendo. So okay. <laughs> people really need to come. Just like Samsung, Sam. <laughs> right, right. And Israel, any closing statement? As for my closing statement. Halo is back, baby. Um, more players going to be free to play. A. Huh. When you really think about it at this point, then doesn't that just mean that Israel actually is the person who won E3? Yes, I am the winner of E3. Yes, I am. <laughs> I got a bunch of cool stuff at Wholesome Direct. Uh, you know, I really got to check out that Wholesome Direct thing. Um, uh, I will be giving that a look. And something that you listeners can give a look is our Twitch. If you're heading over to twitch.tv forward slash unverve show, you'll be able to find all of our individual Twitch streams. So there, have some good times with the boys. You can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash unverified show. And check the description for all our individual Twitters as well. Until next time, people, thank you for tuning in. I want to catch you in the next episode of the Unverified Podcast. We finally got rid of Simba.